the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily, and we appreciate you taking your time to listen and watch us today. Yes, you can see us on a webcast at youtube.com. Search for The View from a Pew. Also on about 27 podcast sites. Podcast sites. Uh, just put in The View from a Pew and you'll find us. Well, we are about halfway done with our two-week search of what the Bible says about death. What happens between the time our body dies and we're with Jesus? You don't earn wings and go to heaven. You don't, you don't, you don't join a poker game that you've been doing every Friday night. You, you don't join the rest of your family in singing great carols. I'd like for those traditions and, and myths to somehow be true because it makes us feel better that Grandma's watching over us. But it's not biblically correct. And my guest host, uh, Pastor Delmar Austin, is here, and we're going to continue talking about what happens, what the Bible says about death. If it is indeed true that the Bible says that when we die, that we go into an unconscious uh, condition of sleep— and we rest in the ground. By the way, the Bible uses that in the Old Testament. It uses it in the New Testament, the concept that we are like asleep during the time of death. There's no conscious thought that's going on. But why is it that so many have hung on to the idea that when you die, you don't really die, you continue on in some other form, you're a departed spirit, or maybe as many Christians believe you're in heaven or in hell. Why is that so strong? I would like to suggest today that that is so strong because we think that there is some kind of power that's out there that maybe we don't completely understand. In fact, I mentioned before, three quarters, or, or yeah, three-fourths of Americans believe in the paranormal. They believe that there's something beyond what we normally see. One in five believe that they have seen ghosts. Well, and am I correct in saying they may had, but they're demons? Well, that's where I'm getting to. That's okay. the direction I'm headed. All right. When, when I was not even thought of, not even a twinkle in my parents' eye, my dad was a high school teacher, okay? And during the time he was teaching high school at this particular school, they had a social, and all the kids came, and the teachers came, and they were having a great time together, and somebody pulled out a Ouija board. Uh -oh. Have you heard of a Ouija board before? Oh, yeah, I used to play him with them. So they started asking questions to the Ouija board, and they, one of the questions they asked was, hey, is one of our teachers, and he happened to be one of their favorite teachers, is is my dad, they were talking about, Ken Austin, is he going to come back again next year and teach for us again? 
And the Ouija board said no. <laughs> and and this was news to my dad. Yeah, I'll bet. My, my dad was planning on coming back again. Well, circumstances and situations developed in such a way that he decided that, no, he wasn't coming back after a few weeks and months had passed on. Now, how was it that the Ouija board was able to give that kind of information? Yeah. yeah. Well, I believe that the Ouija board, along with many things like crystal ball gazing or palm reading or some of these things that people do to get some kind of secret knowledge is all a part of this departed spirit idea that's really not about dead people and departed spirits, but it is about demons. Because Satan would love to draw us in to some situation where we need his his wisdom, we need his advice so he can uh, destroy us. The Bible says it's, Satan is like a roaring lion. All he wants to do is to destroy us. My co-host is Pastor Delmar Austin today. I'm Mac McCoy, and this is week one on The View from a Pew, answering the question, what does the Bible say about death? And I've told you this all week, and I'll continue to tell you, I apologize if some of what we say disturbs you. What we're telling you is from the Bible. And the Bible does not say Grandma earned her wings or she's up there looking over us. If you want to continue to believe that, I guess it doesn't matter. But today we're telling you what the Bible says about death. There was a big movement, Mac, that took place in the mid-1800s Uh, all the way to the early 1900s that many Christians got involved in. The movement was spiritualism. You can read all about it. You can Google up that information about it, how it got started. But actually, it was pretty common in many Christian churches for people to believe in the idea that they could contact their dead relatives And wouldn't this be great to know? Wouldn't it be great to know that Grandma's in heaven or that Uncle uh, Bob is up in heaven or, you know, whomever and how they're doing up in heaven? If we could just talk to them, if we could talk to those departed spirits, then we would have more uh, a good feeling inside. Interestingly, in the Bible, God dealt with this a long time ago, Mac, in One of the verses is Leviticus chapter 20 and 27. And notice, remember this is Old Testament time, so the the punishment involved is real, uh, real stiff. But it's important that we look at what it is that God was telling the people of Israel. Leviticus 20 and verse 27. 20, 27. Right. Men and women among you who act as mediums or who consult the spirits of the dead must be put to death by stoning. They are guilty of a capital offense. This was a significant offense that God says, we don't want anything to do with this. We do not want people that are trying to contact the dead, trying to contact departed spirits in some way, have nothing to do with that. Why is it that God is so strong about this issue? 
If there was a way to contact your dead relatives and have some kind of communication with them, wouldn't that be a good thing? You would think that it would give me some assurance that my dead relative is okay. No, God is very sure. God is very clear. Don't have anything to do with this. Why? Because it's not your dead relatives. It's not departed spirits. What it is is evil spirits. It is demons that are trying to have an effect in this world because they want to influence your life. And the Bible clearly says about them that they are able to perform miracles. They sometimes appear as angels of light. They are able to do things that look like they have power. And if you think that that's your dead relative, you may listen to them. And it may only be a demon that's posing as a ghost of your uh, dead relative that's already passed away. You're listening to The View from a Pew with Pastor Austin and Mac McCoy. The question today is, what does the Bible say about death? Can an angel bring you a message from someone who has passed on, or is that a demon? Well, again, the definition of, of death is when you go into the uh, unconscious sleep. That's real clear in the Bible. The dead know not anything. The dead know nothing. So they can't bring you a message from a dead person. An angel would never do that. So why would a demon do that? Just to confuse you and to give you false hope? and To confuse you and to get you to start, start dabbling into where this power is. The whole thing about the, I I mentioned about my dad and the Ouija board was trying to get people to get more connected with this paranormal sort of experience so that they could find some of the power that's there. Devil would love to have you think that you can get a hold of some of this power and now you're going to have all sorts of powers you didn't have in this world. But the devil works by deception. So when we're watching a program on TV with paranormal stuff, do they find a demon? Is that what they see, or is it all malarkey? Well, again, you go all the way back. You know, in the television programs, they go back to all the traditions that we have, all these traditions about departed spirits. So they have the idea, and they present this in programming, they have the idea that when people die, you can still connect with with yeah. uh, people that have already passed on. It's not true. There is a true demon world that is out there, and they are trying to get you drawn into their world so they have more of an opportunity of controlling your behavior and destroying you. The love of my life as a child growing up was my grandmother, my father's mother, who taught me about Jesus. She was the only one. And after she passed away, people would remind me, well, she's up there watching you. Well, that made me sad because I wasn't the, I didn't turn into the man that my grandmother would have liked me to be. So when I found out the truth in what the Bible says, I was thrilled. Grandma cannot see me do all this screw-ups. The next time she'll see me, we're both into our new bodies, the spirits that we had, the breath that God gives us, and we're on the new 
the new world, the new I, Jerusalem. I think that's a, a very good explanation of it because to me it's there's much more assurance in knowing that my dead relatives, the ones that I have loved and I miss so badly, they are in an unconscious sleep. When you die, the very next thing you will know is the resurrection if you have yes. if, if you believe in God. Yes. So it will be like a a moment of time and they will be alive again and they will not have been looking down on all the sin and all the bad things that are happening in the world. Do you think that's what happens sometimes when these people have these ex- life after death experiences their body is dreaming that they've gone and found grandma or found so and so? I believe just just, a dream. just like in dreams, your mind develops a lot of things through all the things that you think about. Yeah. So you you have an expectation. If you believe you're going to die, your mind is thinking, what is death going to be like? And so your mind even conjectures what that experience would be like. And that's why people come up with these ideas. If they don't die, if they're, if they're alive again, they come up with this, well, this is what happened when I died. Well, because their mind had been thinking about this. All right, well, if you have questions about this, feel free to email us and we can talk to you about it. Be careful with who you ask. There are even pastors who will tell you what you want to hear rather than face the truth with you as a parishioner. I know that's bad, but it's the truth. And we've got to follow the truth of the Bible. See you next week. Where you'll find more.